0: hello everybody welcome to the lost foggy Jack Halloween episode I'm so sorry for the two people that have submitted things for this episode I completely lost track of them and of the time um, but thank you uh, for thank you Stephanie and Stephanie for um, sending me a clip for the show and also Sir Henry's haunt for your um, contribute contribution to the show as well hope you guys enjoy this episode of the foggy jack live podcast where the haunters meet the haunted and the official news station of the shock mental shock bizarre mental mentalist foggy jack please stay tuned for updates and all sorts of fun stuff after these two clips make sure you listen to the awesome music that we're adding and we will see you guys next time also make sure you like share and review this episode and make sure you follow Foggy Jack on um, all social media sites at FoggyJack13. Now let's roll the clip. You right?
1: People ah! are strange. I'm just a sweet.
0: Transvestiator! Hello everybody and you're listening to the Foggy Jack Live Podcast, where the haunters meet the haunted. Now, let's go on down to the pumpkin patch. The Foggy Jack Live Podcast is part of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast Network. Go on over to social media anywhere and search at Foggy Jack 13 for more shows like this one. And remember, stay spooky.
2: Thank you, Max,
3: for that marvelous introduction.
4: My name is Amanda Rosenblatt. My last name is spelled R-O-S as in sunlight, E-N as in Nathan, B as in boy, L-A, T as in Thomas, T as in Thomas. And I am here on the Foggy Jack podcast to talk about Sir Henry's Haunted Tales so this book that we just released, what it is is a collaboration. There is a haunt in Central Florida that is very popular and it really it really is able to stand on its own when you consider the fact that you have really big haunts nearby, such as uh, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, as well as Hollow Scream at both Busch Gardens and SeaWorld. So This haunt has been around for almost 10 years, and despite that there is some shuffling of themes for the trails, um, universally there have been the same characters year after year that kind of wander through the thoroughfare at this event. It has this really big themed sprawling, uh, courtyard right in the center. Um, and then there are three haunted trails that, uh, fans go through at this event, but in the center they have a really cool, um, centerpiece where there is usually a light show that is choreographed, uh, to music. And then there are these iconic characters that kind of wander around year after year, and they, scare guests or interact with guests but what stood out to me to this haunt when we first started going in 2019 when we moved across country from California to Florida was that outside of every house there would be this uh big card that would describe in detail the story of the haunts and sometimes there would even be like fake, um, there'd be graphics of fake newspaper clippings or whatever, and it all tied together to this same universe, or the stories had something in common. And I just really liked the level of storytelling that this haunt uh, Sir Henry's had. Um, they're located in Plant City. It's right smack in the middle between Tampa and Orlando, and it's right off of Interstate 4. It's really easy to find and they, um, you know, the tickets aren't well priced and there's free parking. So that was definitely a draw for us to go. It, it fit into our spooky season, so to speak. So we just, you know, we kept going and we were surprised to see that the same folks that would put on this really good Halloween event. They would actually put on um, a family-friendly Christmas event that was really cool. But then they also would put on Valentine's events. Like, you could go on Valentine's Day weekend, and you could walk through haunts. You could interact with those same characters that you would see at Halloween. And if you're a really big haunt fan, that's a huge draw, because you get to go and enjoy a little bit of Halloween during you know what is usually considered a romantic weekend so if you have someone or don't then you can just go enjoy a little piece of halloween on this specific weekend so that just stood out to me especially with um everything in 2020 with the covid-19 pandemic this haunt was still able to pull off a halloween event and it was safe but it was also really enjoyable they made it clear to guests that, you know, you had to be six feet apart. You had to wear masks. And they worked with this company, which I believe they're going to do again, but they're working with this company that goes in and actually, you know, sanitizes um, and airs out all of the different trails and any kind of partially indoor areas night after night. So it was just that level of care that really spoke to the haunt community here in Florida or in surrounding areas if they could safely travel to come to this show. It was even to the point where they integrated the characters and how they, you know, functioned into enforcing these COVID rules. Like, there's one character, Vex, who has, it's almost like a, a cattle prod or... A giant cane with a taser on it, it's hard to describe, but it's basically like her thing is she can generate electricity and you know comes up and scares people by doing like a big shock and going bah! so she incorporated that into her character, so when people are not wearing their masks or maintaining social distance, she would come up and use this prod type thing. And make it zap and scare people and be like, put your mask back on. So that was really cool. Now, where the book comes into this is in Valentine's Day of 2021, when we went there again, and there were still a lot of COVID mandates in place. I just, you know, thought to myself on the drive over. That these characters that show up year after year and have such good storytelling for these uh, scare trails, they really deserve a book. And I've been uh, working with my husband, uh, Brad Acevedo, his last name is spelled A-C-E-V-E-D-O, and he is an established horror writer, and I've been working for years with him on marketing his books, working on his covers, and he's even, uh, you know, been writing with a few publishing houses as of late. But after having all that experience of helping him out with uh, with his books, and even collaborating and writing a few stories for his anthologies, I was just like, you know, I I'm really ready to take on a very sizable fictional piece on my own. So... What I did was a little bit after the Valentine's event, I approached the owner of Sir Henry's. His name is Zach Glaros, and his last name is spelt G-L-A-R-O-S. And I just said, you know, we, we just really want to talk to you about the possibility of creating a book that is based on this fictional universe and the characters of Sir Henry's. So he was like, yeah, let's, let's meet up and we'll talk about it. Brought him to one of our favorite, um, small businesses out here because, you know, in this, in this household, as much as we, um, as much as we give our money to the bigger businesses like Universal or Disney, we really love to just give it back and shop small. So we brought, you know, the owner of this small business, this great independent local haunt to this small restaurant that is near us called Shaker and Peel. Really good tacos, really good margaritas. And we went over just the concept of what this book would be. And I presented um, a layout of what the book would be, a schedule as to when we would have it finished, and also a little sample. Ahead of time, I wrote the epilogue of this book, which we see uh, two major characters within this universe at Sir Henry's, colliding with each other, and I wanted to show him, you know, this universe is very much like this anthology is kind of on par with the movie Trick or Treat, and you see how these characters intersect with each other, and the purposes that they play with each other, um, you know, within this town. Um, of uh, Boggy Meadow, which is the city that all this is based in, or the town, the rural town that this is all uh based upon. So he was super into it. We got, um, you know, a, just kind of like a service agreement together to make sure that everything was kosher, because at the end of the day, we're still really big fans of, of uh, Sir Henry's, despite how, you know, in tune we have been working on getting this event together for fall of 2021 because we just want to make sure that everything works business-wise but that it stays friendly and it's just worked really really well. We've got a lot of events coming up for fall of 2021 and hopefully we will also uh, be involved creatively with you know items for the Christmas season as well as if they decide to go ahead and do a Valentine's event in 2022, which would be amazing. And, um, you know, just based off of the response that this book has had and the fact that we left the, um, the ending kind of open ended, uh, it's very possible that there will be a book too, because there's just, there's so many ideas to go through. And thankfully there's just a lot of different characters that uh zach has built in this universe that we can cover uh, within within this story so definitely possible to have a second book in the works and yeah i'm just really proud of this book it's called sir henry's haunted tales you can purchase it on amazon or if you come to the event which it's totally worth the trip you could fit it in to your haunt schedule if you're already coming to the Orlando or Tampa area for those bigger events such as Halloween Horror Nights or Hollow Scream. Um, But then, you know, if you buy the book on Amazon, it's not to worry. Half of the proceeds from the royalties will go back to this haunt so that they can use that money towards operational costs. But, you know, really, really exciting fall is in store. We're going to have some author signings. I believe right now the very official signing dates will be October 2nd and October 9th. There might be more events in the future, including uh, the possibility of a cool VIP event that we are thinking of, but that is not official. But yeah, anybody who supports and grabs this book, I truly hope that you enjoy it. It works as a standalone horror novel. You don't have to have come to Sir Henry's to enjoy it, but it just it makes it all the, the better if you have come or if you plan to come. So if you come, bring your book. And I'm sure that the character of Sir Henry will be happy to sign it for you if you ask nicely. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and see you in the fog.
5: I get you.
3: Hello, Foggy Jack listeners. Uh, It's wonderful to talk to you today. We are Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes podcast. Really happy to be here with you today to talk about what Halloween means to us. I'm Stephanie Myers. Hey, guys. I'm Stephanie Benya. And for Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes, we have stories to tell. We talk about the songs that you want to forget but love to remember. And today... We're going to talk about Halloween. We both love Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's Halloween without a good soundtrack? Exactly. Exactly. Halloween.
2: Oh, my gosh. The music of Halloween. Everything about Halloween. Oh, I, every day is Halloween for me. But uh, Steph, what's your Halloween soundtrack? Because, yeah, I'm sure you have a pretty
3: hot one. That's such a good question. When I think about Halloween soundtracks, I think about what's spooky? What's the good stuff? what even connotes childhood for me and all Mm -hmm. of that and such a fun time of year. Um, I had DJed a little bit when I lived in Brooklyn and I would do these theme nights and Halloween was one of my favorite theme nights. And on that playlist, I would have everything from Houdini freaks come out at night to Mm -hmm. of course classics like monster mash, which of course may be the most well-known Halloween song, but one of my all time favorites just so good. Classics 6 called Spooky. Also from the mm-hmm. 60s. Just great stuff from that era. And I'm such a fan. And I also love... This is something that I hope resonates with folks. A little bit out of left field, but so are we. Tim Curry singing Anything Can Happen on Halloween. From the 80s. It's a fun one. It's from yeah. the 80s classic, The Worst Witch. If you've never seen that, it's a weird and wonderful movie starring (laughs) Tim Curry as the, believe, uh, head warlock of a girl's academy. He comes in and he sings, anything can happen on Halloween. It's one of the weirdest things that you'll see. Actually, the production values (laughs) are amazing
2: all right i would
3: highly encourage listeners to take a look at that on youtube if you're interested in celebrating halloween in a campy fun form i would say to me that song very much evokes halloween as part of a soundtrack it's just part of what i love about it but i know that halloween is such a big deal for you, and it's such a part of, really, the fabric of your being, Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) And you have so many wonderful music-related stories to Halloween, and I would love to hear them, and I know listeners want to hear it. Oh,
2: my God, y'all. Halloween is my holiday. And like I said, every day is Halloween. You know, good song by the, you know, by ministry. And everyone's like, oh, wait, that's Al Jurgensen. No, not really. But yeah. Anyway, ministry, we know what's up. So started with that new wave. Every day is Halloween. And I want to keep going a little bit on Tim Curry because Tim Curry is Halloween, man. Because, I mean, you have... He's seeing it every day is Halloween. And then, of course, you have folks that go out and see the Rocky Horror Picture Show every Halloween. It's part of, you know, it's just part of the thing. And I remember, stuff. you and I, seeing Rocky Horror Picture Show at Chelsea Theater um, on Halloween, went up dressed. That was so much fun. And I know that Rocky Horror is, like, one of your top movies. And, of course, you know, Tim Curry's just the man. Could you think, could you imagine, though, when you, when you, when you just talked about song for a second introduced it i thought about tim curry as Pennywise. could you imagine him actually like seeing that song as pennywise tim curry is halloween he is fucking spooky as shit he is wonderful he's beautiful um yeah so thank you tim for existing anyway back to my soundtrack real quick but yeah just have to give some love
3: some tim Curry he's amazing he's incredible
2: yes he's incredible just wonderful. Um, but, um, yeah, as far as, like, Halloween goes, man, my soundtrack. So I think the coolest thing, too, uh, again, we had talked about this last on Foggy Jack, but talking about Halloween, Halloween music, I think about the Halloween songs that certain bands have done. Like, you know, um, like, again, every day is Halloween. We did ministry there. And then my mind's playing tricks on me, Ghetto Boys. Oh, my God, that is the ultimate Halloween song. And then, you know, I mean, shit, think about the Misfits, Halloween. They just fucking wrote a song, Halloween. Oh, wait. Before I even go there, you can also think about, um, what do call it, one of my favorites, Fresh Prince um, doing, uh, with, with the Freddy Krueger, A Nightmare on My Street. There you go. A Nightmare on My Street. That shit was crazy as fuck. And then also, the Ghetto Boys did Chucky. They did a song called Chucky. And in the beginning, it had Chucky being like, hey, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? How creepy is that? So, Halloween soundtrack for me is fucking insane. <laughs> Halloween from like watching the scary movies, putting that together, um, you know, but let's just talk about the Misfits for a second because I saw cover bands. That was part of my ritual. So I Halloween mean, ritual, like, your Halloween ritual. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. so like, Stephanie, you had the Rocky Horror
2: picture show. Yes. That was
3: kind of your thing, right? I would go see that several Halloweens, I think. And then in college, I would see it not Halloween times, but some friends and I would go on weekends. And there was the uh, we weren't part of the the cast that uh, plays along with the screen, but we would go and have fun and uh, dress up. And it was very much kind of a ritual in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's interesting that we both had those rituals around Halloween, and they, they're kind of in different
2: forms. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, that's the cool thing about Halloween, though. Um, you know, you can, you know, you always talk about traditions during Christmas traditions during Thanksgiving. Well, you know what, I got some traditions with Halloween. 'Cause it encompasses, like Stephanie says, my fabric, my soul, and my friends. So yeah, Steph, you love Halloween too. So anywho, birds of a feather. Yes,
3: absolutely. <laughs> and
2: I, I think that was great about Halloween and you know, and the traditions that, you know, you and I make is that it also surrounds music, which is um which is a big component of any holiday, right? People love their Christmas music. Well, guess what? I love my Halloween music. So people were talking, you know, people love that Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. But guess what? I like to listen to my minds playing tricks on me. There's my there is my Halloween song, bitch. Anyway. (laughs) But yeah, so Misfits. Um, I keep going back to Misfits because it's just like that. They they have the song Halloween. So, guys, if you don't know anything about the band, the Misfits, they are a punk band. Um, Glenn Danzig is the original uh frontman of the Misfits, and they were in the 70s, 80s, and they're just they're horror punk. They found well, you can say the horror punk genre. Yeah, subgenre of
3: punk. A good description of
2: that genre. Yeah. It the subgenre of punk and definitely love me some misfits. Um, they did play Halloween in at MSG. Couple in the 2019, the year Madison the Square Garden. Garden
3: in 2019, then huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go that show so bad, then the pandemic happens, right? But, um, anyway, Misfits is, um, Misfits just in general, y'all. I mean, if you talk to anybody who likes rock and roll and you talk about Halloween, you're gonna find the Misfits. And so I would always see Misfits cover band. I lived in Austin for a while. There was a couple of good ones back in the day, the original Emos. um, For those that remember the OG Emos on Sixth Street, um, I saw it was just a thing we did every year, went and paid to see, you know, uh, it was a particular cover band. And I just can't remember the name of that, of the band in Austin. My bad. (laughs) But um, there's also that tradition Carries on over miles to San Antonio. Because even in San Antonio, there are Misfits cover bands. So, like, I mean, did you ever have that in Houston? Or have you ever seen that in L.A., New York? Not New York for me.
3: I didn't see a lot of it, but I think they would come on certain special nights. Just like Sons and Heirs, um, the Mm -hmm. Smiths cover band, would often come out for Halloween. And it was really a Halloween thing that they would uh, surface So in Brooklyn and uh, I think over here in L.A., um, that they would show up a lot. So that's interesting that it seems like uh, the Misfits um, came around as cover bands for. Yeah, it's just like the thing. Absolutely. But, you know, something that is
2: really a fond memory of me and Stephanie's friendship is when we were living in New York at the same time and went and saw the Misfits play at
3: BB King on Halloween night. And holy shit. The actual Misfits this time, not a cover band. Got to go see them there. And that was very memorable, as you can imagine. Uh, I mean, I hope folks know, but I'm not going to do an impression of their song, Halloween. But talk about the perfect band to see on Halloween
2: exactly exactly it doesn't get any better than this y'all and it was you know bb king is such a small intimate venue and halloween is a big deal in new york so there's a parade for those that don't know anything about halloween i think my part of my heart will always live in new york because it is a part of me and it celebrates it like it's everything i love like and it amplifies it halloween in new york is a big fucking deal the parade is insane You're going to find parties everywhere, any type of party you want. If you want to get real crazy gothy, you're going to find that party there. If you want to find something punk, you can find it anywhere. But anyway, I'm going off. I just loved it. We need to talk about that show and we need to talk about the energy
3: and bring it, Stephanie. I think that's good for October material. Yeah, I know we're planning a full episode for Stephanie and Stephanie Talk Tunes just talking about that Misfits show on Halloween night giving everybody kind of the full take of what happened that day. So we do hope that folks will tune in and listen for that because we're excited to talk about it and we could talk about Halloween all day.
2: Yeah, we can, we can, we can. Thank you so much
3: guys for having us and, uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Please like, and subscribe. We're Stephanie and Stephanie talk tunes anywhere you get podcasts and we're Stephanie's talk tunes on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and then we're Stephanie's Talk on Twitter. Please reach out to us. We love you guys, and we're so happy to be here hanging out on Foggy Jack. Love, you. Thanks. Bye, Foggy Jack.
1: Jeebers, creepers, where'd you get those fevers? Jeebers, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Oh gosh, I'll get up, had to get so lit up. Gosh, I'll get up, i to get that size. Oh golly gee, when you turn your heaters on, woe is me. I've to put my cheetahs on A jeepers, creepers Where'd you get those beepers? Oh, those weepers i to get my eyes Oh, where'd you get those eyes? Oh, jeep, 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 jeepers, creepers Where'd you get those beepers, boy? Jeepers, creepers Where'd you get those eyes? Guys, all get up I take it so little, casual get them boy, I get that size, golly cheese oh, when you turn those heaters on, war with me, that put my cheaters on, jeeper, 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 scream jeeper, creeper, when should those people, boy, or oh, those weepers, have they hypnotize, yeah. Look those eyes.